mention it. Yeah. session yeah yeah it is the rain is setting the mood drizzling gently <laughs> outside the window <laughs> we've got my little my little lights it's usually a little, a little brighter in here so we don't have to turn the lights but you know it's dark outside it's dorian hmm. i'm not sure that it dorian is dorian vibes. though Dorian's the plug i I, ha- I had not heard about this yeah dorian is washing up bricks of cocaine on florida beaches <laughs> like and then the crazy shit though the crazy shit about it is like people actually turn that shit in like alerted the police that like oh it's some like weird shit <laughs> so like what is the you know what I'm saying and I'm like so on one of the beaches it, it was like near Orlando one of them it was just like one brick but still a brick of cocaine is like worth twenty thousand dollars twenty thirty thousand dollars um, this like 20 miles away from that beach where that one brick was found I guess I'm assuming the duffel bag that had all of them was found on that beach 15 bricks holy shit turned it in what that is it, there's no way that I'm turning in 15 what, bricks of cocaine wait all right, before we get into this conversation because this is <laughs> ill Welcome to the Now That You Mentioned It podcast oh, yeah. with Kevin and Dane. I'm Dane. And I'm Kevin. What's all right. Name? So what would you do if you like what? what Man, what, what I'm, would the play I'm turning. Be? I'm turning. I'm going paid in full. OK, <laughs> that's that's what the fucking play is. Like I'm, I'm way going, too paranoid. Bro. I'm going paid in full because it's like at that point, like that's a free that's a free lick. That's a free come up. Uh, you know, hey. When life gives would you, you be involved though, or would you sort of outsource it? Oh no, yeah, that, I'm, that's a broker deal. Like I'm, this is literally like, here I have X amount. I need X amount one time, one time, okay, flat rate, boom, that's it. Yeah, I mean the argument for doing that, other than just it is the immediate come up, mini come up, would be like, well, if you found the fifteen bricks, it's more than a mini come up, but if you turn it over to the police and they confiscate it like with civ what's it um like in forfeitures and shit like that when they seize stuff it just goes into their budget yeah that's like a big incentive why behind why they they seize shit right so it's not like you're really doing much of a civil service by handing it over to the police that's just going to go right into their yeah into they their budget. they quote unquote destroy the drugs but you know, all the shit that they take, whether it's drugs or money or cars or whatever, like they can literally, you know, seize just about anything. And then don't they auction, if they seize cars, they auction they off auction cars, shit off. they yeah. sell it for like 10% of what the yeah. what it's worth. That's crazy. But also talk about some kind of dystopian shit, bricks washing up on the shores because of like some super hurricane caused by because a fucking climate global change. warming. Yeah, because <laughs> of climate change. No, it's crazy. It's crazy that like, it's that's... It's crazy that Dorian is like the legit plug or was, 
you know, I, I saw, I saw articles. There's this subreddit called a boring dystopia where it's sort of like takes news blurbs from today that, yeah, kind of fit that title. Like a bo- like it's dystopian, but it's so mundane at the same time. And there was this article about when my, uh, Miami was prepping for Dorian, they were worried that the, the gale force winds would be throwing around those scooters, those ride share scooters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And I saw it on that subreddit, like a boring dystopia, <laughs> like a, like a, a super hurricane caused by man-made climate change is going to throw around like the detritus of, <laughs> of tech startups, like the most millennial, like, yeah. That's crazy though. Cause I mean, that's a legit, I guess that's a legit concern. Like shit, you know, shit is going to get fucked up. I mean, you know, they say like Miami, Miami would be one of the first cities to like go underwater. Yeah. They're, they're spending billions of dollars to try to figure out how it, how to ensure it does not go underwater. Yeah. That shit is wild. And And cats are like, it's whole like cities and other like, you know, places of the world and other regions of the world and shit that are like already like going under. Um, was it in fucking I can't remember exactly what country. It was like sort of like in the south in Southeast Asia somewhere, sort of India around that area. But anyway, like a fucking city is already gone. Oh, it was Indonesia. A city in Indonesia? Is already go like they had to move the capital. I think it was the capital city and they had to move the capital or some shit, like some wild shit. Like it's already happening. And like cats are like, oh, that people aren't, man doesn't really have an impact with this. Like this isn't, this isn't man made. This is like, this shit is wild. For real. Like I don't even know, um, I don't even know what to say about it. It's No, just, it's like it, what, it's almost like, it's almost like what the fuck? Like do you, do we even do anything at this point? Exactly. Like, because it's so fucked up. I mean, it's just, it's it's beyond the point of really trying to articulate or conceptualize anything to, to say about it. It's like, all I know is that when I was growing up here in the New York metropolitan area, we used to have seasons. Like, there used to be distinct, it's fall, and that has a certain type of vibe, and temperature, and, and, and um weather that goes with it and summer and they're all distinct and now like for the past i don't remember the last time we really had seasons like it kind of all just goes together you know that's pretty like so obviously being from la like we don't have seasons right it's like it rains sometimes but for the most part it's between 70 and 75 90 degrees yeah you know no heavy winds so when i moved when i went to school when i went to arkansas um that was the first time I really was like, okay, this is, you know, here's fall, here's spring. Yeah. Or, and then even going upstate, because then I lived upstate for two years after uh, going to grad school. And so, well, while going to grad school. And again, the first year, it was like, here's the fall, here's the it spring. It goes into winter. Yeah. Like, then the second year in Syracuse, Weather started getting a little weird. It was like the coldest. The second year was the coldest winter, like recorded up there in centuries. Yeah, type shit. Like it was like some crazy shit. Like it was the coldest, you know, inhabited air. Like it was colder in that Syracuse, Binghamton, Ithaca area, like that triangle or whatever. It was cold within that re- colder in that region 
on like a couple uh, different nights than fucking Siberia. Right. Like some wild shit. Yeah. And ever since then, shit's been it crazy. Yeah. It's been out of fucking whack. It, it totally. <laughs> and like obviously, like it gets fucking colder in the winter months and shit. But I'm saying like I remember one year, it was maybe like 10, 10 or so years ago, because I was maybe I was in undergrad at Fordham in the city somewhere. And it was Thanksgiving. I was going to my, I think I was walking on the street to go to my family's Thanksgiving dinner. And it was fucking snowing on Thanksgiving, which is like, is pretty crazy. Right. And I, after that, I was like, there, this is, it's a wrap kind of. And then, it, and then like a week later, it's like balmy and like fucking 70 degrees right. in like early December. Right. So I'm like, like, something's not adding it, up like, here. wasn't last it took a while for like it to even get into the snow last winter like it was it took a while right like, so it's like it's just all fucked up and then you get the extremes but that yeah the fucking heat the extreme New York heat like this shit is different bro like, Europe was in a wild heat wave this whole summer like unprecedented they're like what the fuck yeah, is going on like they yeah. didn't know what to do with their fucking zoo animals and the shit. last the last two years here have been ridiculous like the last two summers have been almost like unbearable. Yeah. Where it's just like, why? And then like not to mention all these fucking buildings. So like just poor circulation just in general. Yeah. It's just yeah, this shit is trash. Yeah, it's kind of a rap at this point. Like yeah. I don't know. It's I just know. sad. Yeah. And there's it is, really... it's kinda of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like why have kids and shit like that when they're gonna like perish to fucking like super hurricanes are just like right. the norm or it's like even like the, like even if it, like nothing that severe happens in this region in this hemisphere right fucking all the like you know cities and countries and shit that'll go underwater like the mass migration of people and like famine and all of that shit, like Shit is gonna get wild. Yeah, I don't want. I really don't want any part of it <laughs> at all. Like none. Like, and this is like this. The the part that's fucked up is like this is what we're like. This is imminent. Like this type of shit is imminent. And like cats are like, huh. it's 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 almost like the fucking end of the world has kind of already happened, and we're just kind of living among it. Like the fires mm. in L.A. Right. Like, right. how are people not like? This yeah, is absurd. And, and, We're and, living and in some kind of like like nightmare scape. No, it is because it's like growing up, the fires were like seasonal. It was when it was dry, like when kind of going like into spring, into the summer, when it really got dry is when the fucking fires would start. But now they're like year round. And they're like uncontrollable. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Kamala Harris for keeping people in jail to fight the fires too. <laughs> holy shit all right well yeah i mean this kind of goes with what i wanted to talk about in the opening segment there's too many fucking people also in the world there's just too many people mm, i guess but then i think how we i think what can address like the mass of people that live on this planet is technology like the fact that we have like grocery stores and shit that are full like all the time, but cats are like hungry. Like mm. clearly we can feed people. Like it's always food in fucking grocery stores. And yeah. Shit. Like talking about homelessness. It's fucking abandoned homes. 
clearly we can house people. Right. Like, I mean, you, like, yeah, it's a lot of people, but the way, like, we use technology, like, impacts, like, whether that's like, oh, we need to get rid of, you know, all you motherfuckers or half of you motherfuckers or we design some shit that makes it where everybody's, you know, straight. Yeah. So that would be, that's my take on it. All right, yeah, that's fair enough. I was just thinking like as far as our recurring theme of like infrastructure and the necessities of traveling and life living in a modern metropolis are trash. I was thinking I was on the train the other day and there were just crazy delays for no apparent reason. Like just because like. And that's, that's, that's it. It's like, it's just because it's not because like we don't have the ability to have, you know, punctual mass transit. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, my thinking was like, how far up the, the chain of command at the MTA, I was on the Metro North. Mm -hmm. Do I have to go till I find like, the one individual kind of in the upper stratosphere of the of the structure of the MTA that's like somewhat responsible and then how many pivots do i have to do to find like the politician that didn't give funding because there was some stipulation in some bill that like for some like arcane and arbitrary reason and like how long does it take to trickle back down to like the end result of me sitting on a train for an hour and a half longer than it's supposed to take yeah, that's just a you know we live in a bureaucracy, so and it's naturally. just absurd. It's like yeah. we already live in like the Kafka nightmare world right. of bureaucracy. Right. It's it's just it's just unbelievable. And, but we don't have to. That's that's what's so fucking frustrating. Like frustrating about it. It's like why? Yeah. Like why? Why is there traffic right now? There doesn't have to be. Which is you know how we use technology and how we you know decide to organize our you know the world around us and shit is you know largely depending on the people actually trying to do some shit or whatever, not just like acquiescing to the fact that shit is just fucked up. And that's for the most part how it's gone. Like, yeah. you know, so. Anyways, my other thing was um, people who use apostrophes to pluralize shit really bugs me. <laughs> do, it, do they use it? Like, how do they? Because s- obviously like, well, wait, Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm fucked up. I'm fucking up. You said when people use apostrophes to pluralize. Yeah. What did you think I said? I, I, for some reason, uh, when I thought, when I thought about it, I was like, wait, you know, you put the apostrophe at the end of a plural word to, you know, add possession. Right. If it's, if yeah. it's but possessed no, but by yeah, a group right, of people. Right. But, but you're just saying people are like, putting a, an apostrophe people s. will put an apostrophe s at the end of a noun or a, a plural right. noun right. that to, to pluralize it right that's crazy which is ridiculous and i always see it with days of the week like when people post yeah. on instagram they're like wednesday's apostrophe s yeah. at noon i'm yeah. like yeah. that's not how it works right, right. yeah <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't really paid attention to the shit like that. I notice that. I notice shit like that a lot. I notice m- most of the time I get frustrated off the like, they're, they're, you're, yeah. like that type of shit or whatever. I That really bugs me. It's, I mean, using IT apostrophe S as, uh, as a possessive is, is pretty infuriating. <laughs> 
Because I still try to read it as the contraction. I'm it, like, it so is, it is, it is, yeah, like, <laughs> right, right. But no, it's if it's possessive, it's just s. Yeah, I mean, it's a English is a wild language. But English is a is a whore language. Like it's all kind of like shit. But, but yeah, and the other thing, this is this isn't totally like a grammar police thing. I guess it kind of is, but it's sort of low hanging fruit. When I see people on social media capitalize everything. That also bugs me a lot too. And I'm mm. like, th- th- they'll capitalize like every noun. Mm. This is very particular. Not only proper nouns, but I see it a lot. And especially I see it like cats who get posted and reposted on academics page. Like, oh, well, see, so you pay attention to academics page. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like the whole, the whole caption is, is capitalized except for like, Articles. They they so, so, somehow they have an intuition that like the articles we know not to capitalize them, but that everything else is capitalized. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. But the takeaway, I guess, of this opening segment is um, we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done a shout out in a while. Oh, I know. I don't know who like I haven't really since I haven't done it. I haven't really thought about it much. Um. Georgia Smith is I know I've shouted Georgia Smith out before, but yeah. My God. It mm. it just it amazes me every time I look at her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. She's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very. Oh, Nicki Minaj retired. I will probably talk about that. Yeah. You think it's bullshit? Well, we'll get into that because we were going to talk about Nicki Minaj. Okay, so in the main segment of today's show, we are talking about celebrities, the phenomenon of celebrity in general, and in conjunction with cyberbullying. We're sort of looking at the intersection of cyberbullying and celebrity. So, yeah, you want to take a break and then come back and talk about this shit? Yeah, sounds good. All right. that you mentioned a podcast or in studio b in the supreme chairs in the supreme chairs which are mad like yeah loud creaky yeah but um they're fire though we're sitting in supreme (laughs) (laughs) at this moment um well actually you know i like to do a little a mini little shout out run to some of my friends who have been like hitting me up and saying that they've been listening and actually getting something from it or actually like having a dialogue with me about it and like getting, I've been getting like pictures of like, um, 
in the car. They're like listening to it in the car and shit. Like that really That's fire. It's really, really fire. Yeah. That really, really means a lot. So thank you. Yeah, shout everyone. out to everybody. And yeah. In, like yeah, and like even if we don't know you, obviously, shout out to you for like listening to this shit. Exactly. Like if we can just have a conversation. Yeah, so so basically this that's my segue into saying engage with us however you can. Like getting texts personally to like if you're friends with Kevin or I getting a personal text is obviously amazing. But also hit us up on social media, hit us up on email. If you have like suggestions, because I've been getting suggestions for like your segment of good rapper, bad bars. I've been getting like a yeah. number of those. Cool. They all, a lot of them are Jay-Z. Jay-Z might be, <laughs> he might have the people, numbers. People are piling up on Jay right yeah. now anyway. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, I mean, even like episode suggestions. Would Hell be yeah. Like, you know, we're down. This and is like, a show for the people. And I'm with the like. If you think we got something so fucking wrong, like tell us, right. or I mean, me, like if you yeah, think it's, I, yeah. right, it's mostly you. Because my mom was like listening to the episode on Freddie Gibbs, and I was telling, like, my mom doesn't know a single fucking thing about hip hop, and for some reason she decided to listen to the Freddie Gibbs debate episode, mm-hmm. and she hit me up, and after a few, like you know the the adage of like if you're gonna say something mean like say something nice mm-hmm. so she hit me with a few compliments a few little suggestions she said i say the word fuck too much and mm. other things you know she's the, the, uh-huh. the overly critical mom and then she was like kevin clearly won that argument and i was like what the, <laughs> mom what the fuck i i told you on that episode that i won that argument so if you think that you know and then kept you were telling me that oh yeah my sister said i got my whole rant about the skits. skits yeah people are coming at your neck <laughs> <laughs> they coming for you so yeah tell us we're wrong hit us up on social media all the um, all the social media addresses are at NTY my pod it's really just the twitter and the instagram and mm-hmm. even the twitter is dead i'm so, i'm so illiterate at yeah tech t- yeah. social media not tech social media shit we need to like hurry up and get a fucking assistant a, a social media person yeah an intern we need a social media intern yeah um and then our email is at ntymipod at gmail.com so like hit us up with um episode suggest- suggestions all that stuff and then rate us and review us on itunes um anyways today the topic is like i don't have um a, a real like concise title mm-hmm for the the topic but i guess i can sort of describe what we want what we wanted to talk about the idea came from noticing this sort of mini trend of celebrities basically without coming outright and saying it, claiming that they're victims of cyberbullying and doing these sort of promo defensive promo runs around this idea that they've been they've underwent some kind of trauma or abuse at the hands of like the internet mob. Um and so notable examples of this would be like Nicki Minaj lately on the on the, on her Joe Budden and Queen Radio appearances. Uh, Chance the Rapper, I felt, was doing that like crazy when he was on The Breakfast Club talking about the backlash he got from uh, the backlash over his latest album. And a number of other celebrities who have done this come to mind, like Eminem, basically released a whole album reacting to this shit. But so that's sort of like the local idea. And then... From that, we were thinking about answering, trying to answer questions of why we exalt celebrity so much. 
And another question we we had was, does everyone really want to be famous? Because it sure seems like it's sort of you were talking about how we've almost set, accepted capitalism as biological. It seems like this need or want to be famous is almost a is almost biological in everyone too. Mm-hmm. So that so thinking about these celebrity meets cyberbullying things got us to thinking about cele- like the larger conversation of celebrity in general. So I guess we can start with the cyberbullying celebrity thing. Hmm. Well, maybe we should start with the macro and then start. go micro. Okay. Because right. I think when you talk about like celebrity in general or like the people's, you know, desire for fame, um, I think that goes into like why people attack others online. Hmm. I hadn't even considered that. You're probably right about that. Um, because, I mean, I, there's obviously the, there has to be some type of envy or whatever, right? In terms mm. of like the people who are like, you know, for whatever, they're either trying to get attention for the commenting, saying some shit, or their comment is actually, you know, vitriol directed at that person, like legitimate, like, fuck you, you ain't shit, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it's all sort of in this wheelhouse of like attention seeking, just in the same way that the celebrity could be like trying to drum up some type of attention around, you know. They're like being bullied. Yeah. So yeah. So I think we should we should go from that. Okay. Yeah. Let's return to that because I got a couple of things to right off the bat to say in response to what you just said. But okay. So celebrity in the macro context. Uh, We looked at this article called "Audiences to Our Lives: The Philosophy of Fame" by this guy named Jed Lee Henry, and he basically starts off by saying that there almost is this biological, like we're sort of conditioned on a really, really base, almost biological level to crave fame. Um, And that's because, according to this dude, this philosopher, he says our parents from a super young age sort of fawn over everything Mm. we do, Mm -hmm. and they give us this impression that everything we do, no matter how meaningless matters to someone that's side side note no wonder i don't want to be famous (laughs) (laughs) because my parents are definitely definitely hard to please Mm. (laughs) but anyway continue. yeah yeah i think i mean i don't know what he would say about that i mean just like the just i think he's more talking about like on um like when you're an infant out of necessity you have to fucking treat everything that that baby does as like a life or death matter, which it is in a lot of cases. So anyways, this quote from the beginning of the article reads, parents give us our first taste of fame from infancy. Most of us are fawned over in our every step, smile and stumble. We become accustomed to the idea that someone will always care about the details of our life, no matter how mundane we become accustomed to the idea that there all there that there will always be eyes on us. So, do you, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know if that's if I would like relate that to to fame because it, like fame. I guess like because you know those are your parents, um, and that's all you know. And then even extending that to, like, immediate family, like, people you're around and shit, grew up with, whatever. Like, 
I guess you're kind of expect like that's a different type of attention or, or whatever that you're looking for from your family. I think more so than like the fame thing has to do with like those who don't know you. Like there's a, I think that's part of like mm. the people who because if if but, if what he's saying is true in terms of like your parents are the first, you know, they're fawning over you and shit as an infant and you're sort of, you know, uh, coddled almost, you know, in a way in order, whether that's like beneficial or detrimental or whatever, like mm-hmm. that's just how, you know, motherfuckers operate. So if that's the case, that's coming from somebody you're familiar with. Like that's coming from, uh, you know, you're, that's a part of your everyday, I guess. Right, right. And so- when we talk about fame, like how many people know who Rihanna is? Right, but but here's what I think. I'm just reading into what I what I think this dude is saying. He's saying that just the the recognition of any other set of eyes endows our lives with meaning because because this dude was talking about it in the context of losing a parent. So he quoted some guy who said who was asked what, what the death of his parents was like. And he was like, well, I'd never realized how much I really rely on the recognition of others to endow the events of my life with meaning. And without that, I kind of feel like my life is audienceless. And so I think it's less about the familiarity and like the family expectation, although that might have something to do with it, than it is just having someone else watch you legitimizes and validates the like the platitudes of mm-hmm. your life with meaning. And without that, then it's like this shit is meaningless, you know? Right, and so that but, sort of starts that, on a micro level with like, oh, you fucking, you walked today. You talked. Oh, you went to first grade. Like you're doing well in middle school. Like there's, there's a whole cheering section for you. And right. You can just extrapolate that to now I want the recognition of others. And it doesn't matter that they don't know me. Those other eyes are giving me legitimacy, giving the events of my but life. But that's where I'm like, I'm not completely sold is I guess the le- we I guess we could say it's like the the levels of legitimacy then because well I think we have to bring in one other element which so he doesn't think that this is an an exhaustive account a, a totally mm-hmm. exhaustive account of like what explains fame um he he adds another element which I think is the the more obvious one which is that fame I guess you could say fame traditional mm-hmm. is comes about as a result of something like the person who is famous earns their fame for doing something. Right. They entertain us. They play sports. They're right. supposed we'll talk about the idea of a fucking false meritocracy, but they're mm-hmm. supposedly the at the top of their field. And so they've earned our attention. They do something. They entertain us. They do a good job in a movie. They put out a fire album. And in return, we give them our attention. Right. So I think that that is how if 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 we weren't in this fucking postmodern, post-apocalyptic, a boring dystopia type of world that we're in, that's how fame in a vacuum exists. That like the famous person provides a service and mm-hmm. the general public turns their attention on that per- person as a result of it. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that more. Um, the the parent like the parent shit the reason i keep like pushing back on that and say like it's levels to legitimacy and because like if if somebody is out here doing something right like say they're a fucking rapper or something right um 
does your legitimacy is your legitimacy sort of contingent upon or is it or are you validated in a way because your mom listens to your uh to your music but nobody else does like you're looking for that recognition outside of those who you already who you've been socialized to expect mm. that you know support from which is why when people don't have family like familiar support they're fucked up you know because you're expecting that shit like that's the that's the shit that you fall back on that you know should be there right is like you have your parents and if you have siblings your your siblings support you and all you know all that kind of shit it's fame and shit is like I'm walking down the street and some fucking Joe Blow is like, yo, like, let's take a picture. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's what cats are, like, looking for. You know what I'm saying? So when you take away that audience, that's where their legitimacy is because, you know, if if you're just doing this shit and you're just getting it from the people who you already expect to support you, you kind of like, eh. Right, yeah, that's not the full picture, but I think at the at the bottom it would be sort of the same type of relationship that the the person is seeking. Yeah, and maybe that's like yeah, maybe that's like the the rubric that the the parent fawning over the infant and and acting like everything the kid does is this huge achievement and whatever whatever that's sort of the that's the type of relationship that the fame the person who's seeking fame wants to nurture in others. Yeah, they okay. want that adoration. Yeah, which which they which is sort of like a learned behavior from. Yeah, but having- yeah, and I okay, so yeah, I guess it's just like I said, it's just levels to it because I think you you still are socialized like from an infant to wherever you're at today, you're socialized to expect certain shit from your family that you don't expect from the fucking random true. person down the street. I do think it's true to say though, as this as this article notes, the uh, the dude, the writer of the article quoted the philosopher Hegel who said that our very identity requires the eyes of others. Oh, of course. So I mean, we it's, don't, yeah, we're all we're in a constant dialectic in yeah. that in that sense. So of course, like the whole reason, you know, the whole master slave dialectic, the whole breakdown is, you know, the, the fucking slave, you know, I mean the master is rec, you know, gains his recognition as the master through the subjugation of the slave who, you know, seized his his position based on the master and the shit around you know so it's, yeah of course yeah. but it's like yeah i just think at, i think people equate normally just equate fame to like the others and shit like that because you know at whatever point you're like you're already like okay mom's is gonna fuck with it of course you know, yeah, yeah, yeah type of shit so yeah i just think eventually so yeah that that might be like the root or this you know, right of it but yeah um and then i guess we can get into a little more of sort of a murky hard to understand situation because now it's not clear to me that people are famous for anything there's no transactional element anymore so famous for being famous famous for being famous exactly this um psychologist wrote Fame used to be only a byproduct of a person's talent in another field, i.e. acting, singing, sport, politics, etc. However, we now live in a culture where some people are just famous for being famous. Uh, 
Yeah. And so I feel like social media specifically, but maybe there's something else bigger going on, has undercut the whole transactional element of fame in a lot of in a lot of cases. Like obviously people who play sports are still famous, movie stars are still famous, but I feel like there's a whole class yeah, social pe- media. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's like... But the, it sort of happened before social media because wasn't... I mean, couldn't you well, say... the Kardashians. Paris Hilton. Or Par- yeah, set, Paris Hilton. Set the blueprint really, for that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I guess like... But that's still like... Paris Hilton's fame was... You know, she's a socialite and she's fucking rich as fuck. So there have always been famous socialites throughout history. Fucking, you know, before Marilyn Monroe was an actress, she was a socialite or whatever and was famous for being a socialite. And so that that phenomenon isn't really new. The the shit that's new is everyone sort of having the ability to try to garner some of that fame and attention. Like the fact that, right. like, you know, the random cat on IG could just be fucking sitting up, you know, doing whatever and he has you know 500,000 followers and it's kind of like okay what the like what are you offering like if you're just sitting here the balloon guy or what didn't you send me some shit so his latest shit with the he's like on like raw spaghetti he's like come on like we got to explain this because we've referenced this dude a couple of times Kevin sent me a link to the Instagram profile of this so-called Artist. Artist. And his medium, his artistic expression is coming up with creative, I suppose, ways to pop balloons. So his Instagram is comprised exclusively of minute-long clips, video clips of him wearing a helmet that has a spike attached to it. And then he's headbutting um a wall of multicolored <laughs> balloons or he'll set up a, a guillotine right. and and he's in all of these and and yeah he has like almost a million followers yeah. and like what is he offering well that would you could make an argument that people that, that's like that's just entertain like that's just mindless entertainment so he's he's providing a service he's he's okay there is fair some enough. kind of transaction fair that's enough. going on fair enough but then that's i guess that's also like the Kardashians, they offer mindless entertainment. You just watch us do a bunch of shit. Like, that's not anything special. Right. I think that's more the famous for, for being famous yeah, of thing. Course. But, but 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 the famous for being famous thing kind of trips me out because I'm like, like what you were saying, going back in history, people were all, there have always been so-called famous socialites. Mm-hmm. But what's the difference really between, is there a difference rather, between being famous and just being known? Because, I mean, you go back and you read fucking John Milton, Dante. There's references to, like, the socialites of their day in there. Yeah, that's being known, I think. That's just being known. Well, what is the difference between just having a lot of people know who you are and being famous? I think the the fame, like, so I think a lot of people can know who you are within, like, a given space. So, like, a lot of the, so it's so many socialites that we don't know who they are that people within the entertainment industry all know. Like, whereas Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian became famous socialites because people who aren't within that space know who they are. Like, just like the fucking, it's it's like the cat at the end of the bench 
on a NBA team. Like, if you follow the NBA, like, does who the fuck knows who? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hernan Gomez or whatever the fuck for the for the uh, Knicks. Willie Hernan Gomez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what that's his name. I forgot yeah. whatever his name is, but yeah, like, I follow basketball extensively and, and don't really know his name like that. So I can imagine, you know, I'll know him if I saw him walking down the street, but nine times out of ten. People would just be like, oh, this is a tall guy. Like, maybe he plays basketball. Who knows? Right. But he's known, obviously, in NBA circles. Yeah. All the NBA players know him. All the coaches know him. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, that's being known. Dante referring to socialites back in fucking ancient times and shit. That's because he's like, yeah, these are motherfuckers we knew. But if they were really famous, then we'd know about them without... Well, yeah, I think the... Maybe the difference is like the... I think we were talking about this in the trolling episode maybe, but the wanting access to the famous person's life, it's sort of like the details, the details of a famous person's life are sort of the resource that everyone wants to get at. That's sort of the allure. Like that's like, why do tabloids exist? Like why does fucking Mm -hmm. us weekly exist? So you can read about like what cologne fucking Brad Pitt is wearing. And that's some kind of, somehow that's a valuable like bit of information Mm -hmm. that people care about. But then that sets up an interesting juxtaposition or dichotomy because now with social media, it's like you have all the access. And yet you would think that given all that access, then it's like, okay, I don't need to – there there, 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 there shouldn't be the rush to still want to know and consume and idolize and exalt this, this fucking Instagram star, let's say. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really – that pheno- phenomenon doesn't really dissolve with social media stars Social media stars are famous precisely because they share the sordid slash int- intimate details of their life. Where it's like I think you 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 made a point with like Brad Pitt or Leo, like part of their celebrity is explained by their mystique, mm-hmm. and they're this huge face. But you want to people rush at them on the sidewalk because they want to know them. But that sort of that doesn't really exist. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I think at that point. Like, what are you, so what are you famous for? Like, are you, like, are you famous for being, like, whatever you offer people, I think, at that point is what they're expecting. So if you're a socialite, if you're a social media star or whatever, and you're, like, offering up all your details, you telling us about your relationship, all this shit or whatever, right? Then that's what people are expecting, and that's what people want, and that's what they come to you for. With movie stars and shit like that, the I think the mystique still holds. Like I think they make the mistake trying to like open up and show. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you're a fucking move, superstar actor. Like people are gonna you know ride you pause anyway. So it's like I think it's a it's a difference in just in terms of like what the people expect based on what you've given them. And so yeah, the social media cats are like they're making it. Like, because they don't have anything else to offer. Like, they aren't supremely talented. They right. aren't, like, you know, virtuosos or aren't, you know, 6'8", 250 fucking, you know, small forwards and shit like that. So it's like, what else can I do? Oh, yeah. you want to see me fucking go here, buy this, eat that, whatever? Like, okay. Right. So that's here what, you yeah, go. here you go. So I think that leads perfectly into the question, like, does everyone want to be famous? 
No, because I don't. Today. All right, well, you're not everyone. <laughs> um, but do a lot of people want to be famous? Hell yeah. People do some of the stupidest shit online to try to, like, get on. Like, to try, like, and it's, it used to be, like, it used to be where you didn't necessarily, like, try to do too much shock value shit. Like, cats would try to, you know, be famous or whatever. But it seems now it's, like, people are doing literally anything to try to get just a sliver of a moment. Like, they aren't even really trying to get on, like, to stay or stick around anymore. It's, like, what can I do that's just outrageous that'll, like, have me go viral? Yeah. And I think, like, virality has like become the same like has become the new fame like if you go viral then you straight like yeah or the or at least that's the you know pathway to fame is going viral yeah i mean i i'm just i'm always so like at a loss for words when it comes to all the all the social media shit yeah cuz it's that's why we're doomed is you get to see like what people are into and like the shit that holds their interest. Well, do you think like it's it's conditioned? Do you think it's because we are living in this time of social media and shit that and now everyone sees that they have a potential mm-hmm. pathway to fame that's not, you know, toiling away in the Hollywood Hills going to auditions and shit for years in the hopes of maybe getting seen by someone who will see mm-hmm. you know like do you think it's because it's because that people see like oh I can get famous off Instagram I can, I have an Instagram is that is that the the explanatory factor or is it or is it just if you had put social media in any other generation you give the motherfuckers in the fifties social media like they probably would have wanted to be famous too it's sort of like this innate thing probably probably because yeah I mean we obviously will never know but it is like interesting to think about it like that because shit again like they were doing the same shit they were fucking they had socialites that were famous they you know they were doing shit to try to get on so people could know who they are and all that shit so it's yeah i think it would it would end up being the same thing all right so let's turn it over to the the whole celebrities claiming cyberbullying thing because this always was it sort of was like a little, it's a little like, pet, I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but it just bugs me when I see this shit. So basically, I'll kind of explain what I mean. So the tendency of the celebs to claim that they're being cyberbullied after they get backlash for something, it always struck me as just like a little, something didn't add up about it. It was like, when I saw that, I was like, well, wait, you're kind of, there's something almost duplicitous about it, but duplicitous isn't quite the right word. It's almost like they're not really playing by the same sets of rules that they once were. It's almost like they're calling like, wait, time out. So mm. I'll explain what I mean. So let me just describe describe what I'm talking about in a little more concrete terms. So I'm thinking about like Chance the Rapper going on Breakfast Club and he received unanimous hate about his latest album. Mm-hmm. And so he went on the Breakfast Club to kind of com- like combat that, whatever. Uh, Nicki Minaj going on Joe Budden to talk about how she's been slandered and her name has been dragged through the mud and stuff like that. Um, Eminem, like I said, I can't really think of any others off the top of my head. But okay, so this is how I break it down. So a a celebrity slash public figure does something that 
doesn't go over well with their audience or the general public, right? So in Chance's case, he releases an album that nobody seemed to like. Then they get the backlash from it in the form of bad press or as is more like salient with what we're talking about here, they get totally fucking pilloried on social media. And some, like, I'm not going to deny that some of it might be totally OD. Like, he might have fucking legions of cats being like, kill yourself, shit like that, which isn't quite the same. I'm not going to say that that's the same thing as a bad review. It is OD, but none, that's what I'm talking about here. Um, and then this apparently causes them, like, they, they're going through it. They're feeling bad about themselves. There's some kind of emotional trauma or whatever. But importantly, it seems to me that they think it's unjustified. Like, and this is what is important to me because it's sort of like they're calling like, like I said, like they're calling like timeout game over. Like they're like, yeah, like I want to be famous and I want everyone to have opinions about me, but not those opinions about me. And then like they go on the press run talking about their emotional trauma and they basically claim they're victims of cyberbullying. Um, and they're actually doing that to try to inoculate themselves against the criticism they're getting. Mm -hmm. So my thing is like, you want to be famous, right? So you want the New York Times to review you, right? Then out of necessity, you have to be open to the fact that they might not receive your shit well. If you want millions of people to know who you are, you're sort of signing over a fucking covenant. Like, I want people to know me. So it seems really, really ridiculous to then be like, I want people to react to me, but just not like that. And, uh, you know, Chance, I released fucking Acid Rap and the the gospel, what was the next one? And everyone loves me and I'm like, yeah, I'm Kanye's right. best friend, all this shit. And like, but now I release something that doesn't go over well. No, 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 no. Time out. So it just seems like almost. Yeah, I think like they conflate, they conflate like backlash and criticism with cyberbullying because like. The, the fucking, you know, legions of people were like, oh, kill yourself and shit like that. I told you when we were talking about this, that porn star. Um, fuck. I'm going to have to look up her name real quick. But um, she ended up killing herself after she said that she wouldn't, like, do a scene with, you know, with the guy who also did gay porn. She was like, you know, she didn't want to basically be in a scene with you know, a person who also... Oh, so she did some shit that caused backlash that yeah. then precipitated her suicide. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's August Ames. Yeah, and so in terms of like, I mean, really, if that's, you know, you're, you're working and you don't want to work with a particular person for whatever reason, I mean, that's up to you, you know, especially in an industry like that where you at least have some type of like, I guess, some type of uh, input on like who you work with and, and everything like that and so her saying that she didn't want to work with you know this uh, dude who was also a gay on so what because I'm not totally familiar I just looked it up online yeah in I, August I, so, I think, so she what tweeted something yeah like well, and then, I what, think she got labeled homophobic or something yeah, like that yeah yeah and then like people just like went in on her like went in on her <laughs> and she ended up killing herself and it was just like people were like, yeah, like you know, calling her homophobic, saying she, you know, you need to die and this and like just all that kind of shit or whatever. I would say that's bullying 
regardless of like however you feel about you know her in terms of whether you believe she was homophobic or not right the fact that like it caused this fucking storm this twitter storm of like hatred and all that kind of shit or whatever and she kills herself that's kind of like okay that's probably a legitimate case of when cyberbullying is pushed to its limit. Well, yeah, I would say it's different because if she's a porn star, is she totally a private citizen? No, not exactly. But it's a little different between being a porn star and being fucking Nicki Minaj. Well, no, the point, really the point is Nicki Minaj is coming out and is saying like, okay, all these people are saying all this shit about me. It's probably people who are like, oh, I'm, you know, or the better example is Chance. Like, chances, like, all these people are saying all this fucked up shit about me. It could be people in this co- comment saying, go kill yourself and everything like that. But people are coming at you because your album is trash. That's where, that's the problem is you're conflating the cyberbullying that you may be getting, but you're trying to hang your hat on that shit because you put out some fucking work that was garbage. August Ames, on the other hand, is like, a part of my job is to, you know, decide who the fuck I'm going to work with in a particular scene. If I say I don't want to work with this person for whatever reason, then, okay. I, I mean, what's her worst offense is what? Tweeting it out, I guess. Tweeting out what her preference was or whatever. Right. And so that's not necessarily like I'm putting out something and then, you know, it didn't go over well. And now, you know, I'm calling bullying. No, you didn't even, she didn't do the scene. It's not like they was, oh, you, you, your scene was trash right, that, yeah, you, that, is- that you chose not to fuck with the gay dude on. Yeah. That scene was trash. No, she didn't even get to that part. It was, oh, I'm not trying to fuck with this dude because of blah, 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 blah. And then it's just a whole ass, you know, Twitter uh, storm after that shit about, you know, kill yourself yeah. and this and blah, blah, blah. We hate you, blah, 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 all well, that shit. Well, the one the one obvious thing that's not actually totally relevant, but just the hypocrisy of people calling out homophobia by saying kill yourself. It's like I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that the people who rally against homophobia are also very like pro mental health issues but then they're saying we you hope know, so at least <laughs> that but then they're saying you know go kill yourself so that's just fucking absurd but i i feel like it's 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 different for what you're saying but it's also different for another reason because august ames i don't she's basically like being in the porn industry after doing all the reading we did for our last episode mm-hmm. it's not totally like your like, being an entertainer, you're in the industry of fame. Like, fame is sort of your, like, your oil. Like, you're trying to get the recognition of others. In porn, it's more like you're just in an industry. It's, it's yes, people see it, but it's not really like you're going into porn, like, signing over your rights. Okay, now I'm about to, like, now I'm no longer a person. I'm just an image. I'm a multinational corporation that's going to sell shit. It's like... No, you're really just a worker in an industry that has some level of visibility. And then mm. so it's totally not commensurate. The response is not commensurate because she's way closer to being a private citizen. And it just happened that she sent out this tweet with them, which then probably got picked up by some news organization that then. And so all of a sudden no, you have like these. Ma- so. 
What? How? Really? Yeah. It was I, just within the. Yeah. I, it the story started really picking up after she committed suicide. It like. Well, no, I'm, it, I'm talking about the backlash she got. The backlash she got was because she had a bunch of fucking followers on Twitter, and people saw the tweet. <laughs> you think? But you think like her. Porn fans were the ones I saying mean, that. I was. I, I listen. Listen. Yeah, yeah. I was working that night. Yeah, yeah. That the shit was trending. I won't say where I work, but I was working that night that it was trending, and it was directly from her, from her shit. It wasn't a major story until she had already killed herself. Like it didn't get around in terms of the news outlets that she had killed herself. And it was a response to... Well, how fast was the turnaround between when she tweeted the supposedly homophobic shit and then she killed herself? It was that night. Wait, the same night she tweeted? I think it was that night. That's fucking nuts. What? Yeah, Yeah, it was that night. Oh my God. Yeah. So, but the the initial backlash was contained within her followers. And then the shit just started picking up. What I was going to say, and I could be wrong, but I feel like something about what I'm about to say is true, is that... I'm not buying any of it now, but keep going. (laughs) I was going to say that the people who are like her porn fans, who Mm -hmm. are fans of hers for what she does on an industry level, Mm -hmm. were probably not the ones that were reposting her tweet and calling her homophobic. Uh, Okay. I feel like that's like... Because people... Because the the Twitter mob comes for you, without knowing who the fuck you are. You see, they, the Twitter mob sees some shit you post. Doesn't matter if I don't know who you are. Homophobic. Mm-hmm. But you have. I mean, I guess you have to have some type of notoriety, though, in order for that. Well, no, there's cases of of just regular ass private citizens that post a joke or post something fucked up. Even could be fucked up, like legitimately fucked up, but they have like a hundred followers of their friends and. Their shit gets seen by someone who happens to have 30,000 followers who mm-hmm. is followed by someone that has 500K followers. And then all of a sudden, they're getting death threats and the Twitter mob yeah, is after but a I'm private sure citizen. That, I'm sure that, the, I'm sure that the, the cases in which something like that happens, where a person, a private citizen with 100 followers is getting attacked for some shit that they tweeted, probably isn't something that they tweeted on their own page. It's probably something that they commented on somebody's page who has a hundred thousand followers. And so people are exposed, like way more people are exposed to your, uh, to your, whatever your, uh, retweet and all that kind of well, shit. Here's my counter example to you is that there's a, I, I guess it's like a semi famous case now of just a woman who posted a joke on her own Twitter feed. What was the fucking joke about? I'm forgetting but, what the joke was. But, but it was her own shit. She has 100 followers and someone saw it and now she's getting right, confessed but, to her but house. The, the idea, that's like, yeah, I can I can tell you a story about all kind of shit. Right. And, and it'd be one case. The, the fact that she was a porn star and had, she's more famous than, you know, at least 50% of the fucking country, then clearly like, that's based on the notoriety that she got and how fast that shit spread and all of that or whatever was based solely on her already having established some type of fame for like whether that's just contained in her industry or not. So so what 
point are you trying to drop by bringing up the August AM things? Are you saying that it was unjustified or justifiable cyberbullying? And was it real no, cyberbullying? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that that would be a case of cyberbullying. Of real cyberbullying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it doesn't because so much that, matter if it's justified or unjustified. Right, yeah. right. It's, that's, that's what it is. Whereas a Nicki Minaj or a Chris, I mean, or a Chance the Rapper or something like that, um, when they're putting out work, like, again, August Ames, her, the work that she does, she wasn't being criticized for her work. She was, yeah. she was being criticized for how she wants to approach her job. Nicki Minaj and, and Chance the Rapper are putting out work for people. Yeah. And it's trash. And people are telling you that it's trash. And you saying and you're saying that you're being cyber bullied because people are telling you that it's trash and you can rely on, oh, I'm seeing people, you know, the one or, you know, two cats are in there like, oh, go kill yourself or whatever. In terms of the larger, you know, sample size of cats who are like the album is fucking garbage. Like that's that's the difference is if you're out here, if you're out here like conflating cyberbullying when motherfuckers are like really getting attacked and then committing suicide but you put out an album and nobody likes it and now you're you're saying that you're being cyberbullied because people are telling you that your work is is not good those are two separate things like i think the august ames case is a case of real cyberbullying chance the rapper being mad because his album is trash and nobody likes it is just backlash from a bad album yeah, and so he's falsely he's, claiming... He's conflating, right. He's falsely claiming and conflating cyberbullying. Yeah. Because, again, the the type of vitriol that August Ames received for her tweet, it was literally all like, kill yourself, you're a bitch, blah, blah, you know, all that shit or whatever. The whole shit, right? Chance the Rapper posts his new album and people are on his shit like, this shit is garbage. They're posting the fucking shit emojis and shit like that or whatever. Yeah. And then you see like, oh, go, this shit is garbage. Go kill yourself. Oh, this shit is wack. You know what I'm saying? Like every, every a couple, you know, a couple comments, some cat, some random cat says some shit like that to get a, you know, to get a fucking upvote from everybody else right. in the comments. They were going at August Ames like, you're a piece of shit, bitch, kill yourself. Like, they were going at her neck, and she killed herself. Right. Chance doesn't, you know, he, he's not in that same situation. You're getting criticized because your album was garbage, and people are calling you out for having a garbage album. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying they're using the whole cyberbullying thing to inoculate themselves against criticism. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's not to say that, like, fucking criticism on social media isn't super super crass like obviously they wouldn't if it was just bad new york like well thought out pointed bad new york times reviews they probably wouldn't be up on the breakfast club saying i'm being bullied by the new york times i mean maybe some people they probably would i mean well i mean i feel like a lot of celebrities do do that they're like you know the media yeah that's the that's where we like that's the point and like, i think my point is that i have like a deeper point it's like if you're playing this game of i want fame and i want recognition it is so fucking ridiculous and unfair to say i want fame of a certain type it's like no you're in the market of getting recognition you want recognition you hope that you get recognition for doing for excelling in your field but if you're you're playing the game of fucking attention and so it's so ridiculous when they then 
yeah, call timeout and say, wait, no, I want attention, but I don't want attention like that. And now this is when I go, I revert back to being a private citizen. And now I, I'm being cyberbullied. That's what strikes me as so infuriating about it. Yeah, it's, it's the sort of false claim. It's, I'm not of, I'm not of the mind that cyberbullying can't exist for somebody who's famous. If Nicki Minaj got kill yourself and if she received the same vitriol that August Ames received and she has, you know, a platform that's magnified by 10, that would be fucking cyberbullying. If you got everybody in your fucking comments coming at you like that on some like on some, you know, if it's unwarranted. Yeah. If it's just straight like personal, you know, you should fucking kill yourself or whatever, like anything like that where, yeah, it's unwarranted. It's cyberbullying. I don't care if you have one follower or one million, but if you're saying if you're like saying that you're being cyberbullied based solely on the fact that you're getting bad reviews for whatever it is, like if you're fucking, you know, Steph Curry and you go zero for twenty from three, and motherfuckers is like your jumper is boo boo now. That's not cyberbullying. If you know. You get a hundred thousand comments and cats are telling you like, oh, your fucking jumper is, is trash and blah blah blah, whatever. That's not cyberbullying. It is cyberbullying when they're like, Oh, we hope that your fucking family dies and you know, all that kind of shit. And it's that's the overwhelming majority of the response to whatever it is that you are getting. Like, because everybody is getting some of those comments, but it's for the sole purpose of Getting attention within the comments. Cats go in the comments just so they can start up, rile up shit in the comments. I th- I think what when you're saying, I think my our disagreement, if there is one, is actually the fact that I, if you're a celebrity, I don't think you can be cyberbullied. I don't think the phenomenon of cyberbullying exists if you're a celebrity. Mm, because you, well, you're you're like hardline on this idea that you aren't, or you that because you're a celebrity, you're no longer a private citizen, and I think that's the part that's like where you're like there's still people at the end of the, like you don't just stop being a person because you're a famous athlete or you're yeah, but famous, your image okay, so fair enough, you're exporting your image for, to, right for to be so recognized. Your being, image is being cyberbullied, okay. not you. No, if if you're being told. Again, if it's unwarranted, if you're being told about your work, then yeah, you're not being cyberbullied. If if you're getting all this shit in your comments and motherfuckers DMing you all this crazy shit or whatever, that's coming at you as a person. Motherfuckers aren't spray painting nigger on LeBron's garage because he didn't fucking play well. That's because he's a fucking black man who lives in Brentwood. That's why. Like, yeah, what, what, is that, what does that have to do with cyberbullying? I'm just saying in terms of being the fact that you're a person, the fact that people that you're still a person. That's what it like. They're coming at motherfuckers and saying wild shit to people doesn't like that's unwarranted if it's not about what that person does. If we aren't if I'm I'm not talking about Nicki Minaj as a person, if I'm criticizing her work 
I'm not going to sit here because Nicki Minaj said something fucked up or whatever. I'm not going to be like, oh, the person, Nicki Minaj should fucking die and all this wild shit like that. That's fucking crazy. That's a fucking person. Now, can I criticize you as a brand and all of that kind of shit? Yeah. But again, they, they're still people. So we have to keep that type of shit in mind. Like you don't just, just because you're famous, all of a sudden now you're no longer a person. You're no longer a private person. No. I'm not saying there isn't a, a, a flesh and blood human being there. Like, I'm not saying that Nicki Minaj, the the person with her fucking DNA but that's what, doesn't but, exist. But I'm if you're just, saying that uh, that they can't be cyberbullies, like, you are. It's like playing. It's like it's like playing the fucking stock market, and then when shit doesn't making an investment, and then when shit doesn't when your stocks tank, now you're like, I want my money back. Nah, fuck that. I'm not playing this. It's like no, you signed up for this shit. No, you, you want, didn't. No, you don't. You don't sign up. For motherfuckers telling you that you need to die and that your family needs to you die. You sign and up all that for kind the of- recognition, whatever that means, of others. You're playing the game of I want the. Listen, you sign, okay, you sign up unwillingly for. Uh, you can walk down the street right now and get hit by a bus. I mean, you didn't sign up for that shit when you were born. You didn't sign up to get hit by a bus, but it can fucking happen. Yeah. Okay, so don't tell me about but it's, what it's recognition. Yeah, you're yeah you're in the game of recognition, but when that rec when that goes beyond the recognition of whatever the fuck you're famous for, if you're sitting here, like I said, if you're an athlete, if you're LeBron, and motherfuckers are going at you as a person, that's unwarranted. Keep all that shit to basketball. That's great. Right. Say whatever you want to say to them. About basketball, you can call him a bitch. Say he's he ain't shit. I hope you break your fucking leg. All kind of shit that's contained within the game. Once you start talking about shit beyond that, that's not something that people are signing up for. People aren't signing up to be like, oh, I'm you know, I'm just waiting for all these motherfuckers to you know blow me up for you know every day on Twitter. Like I get on it and I fucking post anything, and now. I got, you know, thousands, well, hundreds well, and thousands yeah. of comments well, and with, uh, all kinds of crazy shit. It's, it's like he's famous as a byproduct of something he does. With, and now th- I, this whole thing might so fall So what apart. is Nicki Minaj famous for? If you're going into the entertainment industry like that, it's like, right, I don't want to pursue this thought. I don't want to. I got to think about this more. But that doesn't seem to work for the examples that you laid out because they're at the end of the day, they're rappers. So they're making music. However you receive that, if you think it's good, if you don't, they're still providing a service, which is music. So it's not arbitrary for them to say, I, I'm not expecting to get all this bullshit, you know, sent my way after I fucking put out my album. Now, if going back to what I said earlier, if your album, if all you're getting is, you know, Backlash because your album is is garbage, then that's fine. But once you go beyond that, then no, that's not what people are signing up for. Like, maybe the person, maybe if you're talking about somebody who just is, you know, seeking fame, some social media person like that, then yeah, maybe. I, I guess that shit works for them. Like, you can't, you know, boonk, you know, people like that who are like social media stars, and it's like you get your fucking ass beat. Or whatever. Nobody feels bad for you because you've been doing all this fuck shit for however long to garner 
all your attention. But talking about an artist, you know, whatever, that I don't think it works with them. Mm. I like my I like my stock market analogy. I'm going to pursue that a little further. I don't know. I, I, I okay. Just disclaimer: I'm searching for yeah. I'm searching that's, for that's more not, tension and disagreement than there actually is here. Okay, I am not saying that all the nasty vitriolic shit isn't nasty and disgusting, and I would never like. No, and I and I don't think that I don't I don't think that's what you're saying. You're saying. I'm, again, my, my abstract mind is like, you know, doing that weird shit. That it, yeah, it's like, like the same thing as the Freddie Gibbs debate thing. Yeah, and, and it's falling apart <laughs> in the same way. Um, but, yeah, because it's like, I, cats aren't out here, like, signing up for that. Like, it's still a person making a decision. And they aren't, you, you know, you might have to take that shit into account but to take something into account doesn't mean that you're accepting that as what is going to be again like you can take into account that you can die in some crazy ass freak accident or whatever now you may not accept that to be true as you get on get up and go about your day or whatever because you still got to get up and go and do whatever the fuck you got to do you can't be thinking like oh i'll walk out here and all this shit can happen but to but me. here's the okay but the here's here and it may be like a purely philosophical like line in the sand i'm drawing but if i were to go out and get hit by a bus would i think it's a freak accident yeah would i think i did anything to deserve it no but would i would i say would i say wait that's like unfair like there's no way it could have happened like no like i live in a world of possibility right so there's a tacit assumption that shit can go fucking wrong right so i wouldn't say well wait no time out time i'm good with the world of possibilities and the laws of physics and determinism and all that just not the part where the bus hits me i'm calling i'm calling bullshit on that it's like no i live in a world of possibility where yeah a bus could fucking hit me and I might think it's fucked up and unjustified and I don't deserve to be hit by the bus, but it still could fucking happen. Right. And and I accounted for that. It's still, you're saying, you're hard line on, it's impossible for a celebrity based on the fact that they're famous to be cyberbullied. That's just not true because you aren't taking into account that these celebrities are people. Now, you can attack fucking corporations all the time. They say corporations are people. That's another thing. You're attacking the brand, whatever the fucking product and all this shit. You know, you attack all that shit or whatever. People talk about Jeff Bezos. He's, you know, a piece of shit. He's this billionaire, blah, blah, all this shit or whatever. People, I mean, I haven't seen it at least. People aren't like, Jeff Bezos should fucking die. And I wish he would fucking, (laughs) we should fucking do him like they did Mussolini. And like, nobody's fucking saying shit like that. Nobody's in his comments with that type of shit. And if they were, then it's like, okay, that would be a sign of cyberbullying insofar as this person is whatever the fuck has, you know, just woke up in the morning and posted a picture and then he's gotten all this bullshit from it. That's that's unwarranted, so that's cyberbullying. Now, if we want to talk about the fact that you want to get in his comments and say, shit about your business practices and how that's fucking people over and shit like that, then that's legitimate because 
you're a fucking, you're the richest person in the world. You own this, you know, major corporation and all of this shit. So we have the right to talk about you in relation to what the fuck it is that you do. Once you get past that, that's when it's, it's personal and that's when it's, you know, into the realm of cyberbullying. Like you have to have a public private uh, split. Like it's, that's just how, at the very least, that's just how shit works. That's just what it is. Yeah. Like we can abstract shit all we want and be here until, you know, tomorrow just talking about shit in, in the abstract. But how it is, is that that's a flesh and blood person. So, you know, you have to take that shit into account. Yeah, I also think that part of what fucking irks me about it is also that it seems it's all it's like they're they're claiming the cyberbullying thing like as a way to inoculate themselves like I said against the criticism, but it also seems like they're they're taking it a step further. It's almost like really what they what they could say, what they would say if they could is like they really just want everyone to be sort of sycophantic and just Of course. And so that's also kind of what I'm reacting against too. Right, and that's that's something that goes back to what you were saying about, you know, from the article in terms of like your parents, you know, being these people who, who fawned over you. And so you get socialized in, in having that type of reaction to the shit that you do. And that's what you're looking for. But that doesn't because now you're you're in the game of I'm putting my work out because I'm speaking specifically about artists and athletes and shit like that or whatever. I'm putting whatever my work out and whether you like my work or not, let's keep it at that. And that's what people need to keep in mind is like, that's where the shit is. Like the line is once you cross, you know, once you start talking about the person, now the line is, is crossed. Like, it's like, okay, motherfucker, like now we getting too deep into this shit. So that's just my thing. Yeah. All right. You don't want to, you don't want to, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I've I've said enough. <laughs> you like you like oh oh and two now. Ah, fuck. Um, closing remarks is that Succession is a dope ass show. The best show on TV. Facts. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Not even a question. If you aren't watching Succession, you suck. Facts and also like I've had I've I've tried to sort of proselytize and have a few of my friends whose opinions I trust try to watch it and I've had a few people be like this is a show about a bunch of rich people like why do I, like why do I care I don't care and like I'm like yeah it is ostensibly a show about a bunch of rich people yeah but like if you don't fucking notice how dope the writing is and how insanely good the acting is like I don't need to have this conversation and then you, even bro. like how it parallels like actual multi-billionaire like corporation the insight they like, have into that world and it, all the different crazy all the different levels of commentary that they're tapping into is is kind of crazy it's and it's nuts. they're not hitting anything like it would be so easy for them to just do a bit like fox news trumpy oh, anti-fact yeah. thing but they're handling yeah. all of that shit the moment with re, like nuance it's, it's crazy and the acting is just i'm i'm mostly so floored over the the, the performances on a, like a cast member to cast member basis right. are, are nuts. Shout out to Sarah Schnook. She's uh is that Shiv? Shiv. Yeah. What's up, Shiv? <laughs> <laughs> Even deal? fucking M- the McCalkin. M- is it McCalkin? 
Yeah, I, I don't. I never know how to say that. Yeah, it's it's here. No, who's the most famous one? The Macaulay. Macaulay. Mac- that's fucking ridiculous. Who yeah. named him? His parents sh- should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I was going to say his parents named him. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Who named him? <laughs> they might as well name him fucking McCulkin McCulkin. Like what? Yeah, I don't. Macaulay, yeah, I don't know. I think Tongue he, but twister. The, he's the young. Well, the one that's in success. In succession is the younger Is brother. younger than Macaulay? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The fact he's the weakest link in terms of actor. Right. And he's and not he's, even doing that killing. bad of a job. Yeah, he's, he's killing it, though. He's like kind of killing yeah, it. Yeah, for his role and everything, he's killing it. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's my least favorite. He's the, like, least complex character. Yeah. But I kind of think they might flip that a little bit, like, as it, as the, you know, show. Yeah. Moves forward. Succession is dope. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, I don't. I I really don't watch TV, so it's like I watch that. I watch the news. Mm. Shout out to uh, Joe Biden because he needs to get his fucking mind together. <laughs> Bro, out here he can't remember Obama's name and like all kind of shit. President, my boss. President, my <laughs> boss. And then he said he was in fucking. Vermont when he was in New Hampshire. I mean, no, I, look at hey, I wouldn't make that mistake. I I would know where I'm at in the world. Yeah, you can fucking like look down and then not look up until you get to Vermont and think that you're still, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, like he's he's losing it. Mm. Shout out to Bernie. Shout out to Bernie. Who? What are you listening to right now? Uh, what are your albums in rotation right now? I just got. Let's see. Let's the little again. brother. The little brother uh, joint. New one. Yep. Um, I haven't uh, listened to that yet. It's a lot of skits. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that. Um, shout out to Larry June. Um, his new project is out and I fucked with. Um, let's see. And then I went back. This came out, I think, in July. Yeah, July. Uh, Murs, his album with Knife Wonder. I never really listened to Murs too much, but he's been consistently putting out music for like as long as I can remember. This album with this album with Knife Wonder is exclusively produced by Ninth. Yeah, Ninth mm-hmm. and the Soul Council. Nice. Fire. Okay, I gotta check that out. Fire. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's really been it. Alright. I like that. That's a that's a good little Yeah. Alright. Alright, so until next time. Well, uh, damn, so Oh. Oh shit, I'm just I'm just eager to to make an exit. Yeah. Uh I your got... argument was trash. <laughs> just... I've been listening to Sean Price a lot. Sean Price's mm. first album, Monkey Bars. Um I said I said a couple episodes ago I was kind of on a maybe, did I no I said I was on a big pun kick. no you you did you, I was on a I've been on a rock marciano kick I feel like I don't go with I really very rarely go with the like what's out based on that I'm like who mm-hmm. I'm like I, I get into I get into like a various artist at a certain time and then for four months I'm listening to the discography of that fucking mm-hmm. person so right now it's rock marciano but also I really like the group Brockhampton they came out with a new album which is pretty fire. I haven't gotten into Brockhampton. Like in terms of, 
really the the star of that group is whoever of them. There's like a mad of them. I think there's mm-hmm. like twelve fucking people in the group. Whoever produces is on something else because the inventiveness and like the, the on the on a musical level mm-hmm. and the range, mm-hmm. like you'll be hearing some really really ill sample based boom bap shit, and then all of a sudden it sounds like a fucking parliament track, and mm-hmm. then it sounds like some new age trap thing it, it the production is ill and they've got some yeah i really and i really like the new album it's just good music i feel like it's good music hmm. check it out all right anyways that's it <laughs> 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 all right until next time later peace <laughs>